This is a podcast about my journey through life, my experiences, and also the people, the amazing people that I meet along the way. And I've had a chance to interview some of them that share their their life experiences. So I hope you sit back and, and enjoy this, this podcast. If you want to leave a comment, you can. And if you want to subscribe, I would be most appreciative. Thank you. Power of that power. I'm sorry. I had control mm-hmm. of it. I knew what I was doing. And the fact that I had control over what I knew I was doing, um, oh, it, 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 it is empowering. Yeah, it's empowering. It's like when you learned judo, when you was practicing judo, mm-hmm. how many times in the beginning you got flipped over, flipped over, mm-hmm. flipped over, flipped over, and the different formations until you got the judo, jiu-jitsu down, when you got it down. I remember when you was doing your martial arts, you had to keep on doing the same thing in repetition yeah. until you finally got it. And then the end result is different from the stages. Mm. Stages ugly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So, and then the butterfly is art. The, the wings, those mm. beautiful tapestry on our wings is art. The same thing with the raw essence of hip hop. Um, with, with machines and technology now, it's quicker than what I was doing manually. What I was doing was very prehistoric. Even in my time, that was done back in the 80s. And I, we was going in, into the 90s and crunching into the 2000s. I still held on to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so how how has like modern modern day technology affected the whole like rap game and hip hop and has they um it's made everything easy for everyone and but and, and, and um which is good um that you have access to um um materials like Pro Tools I use Acid they uh, Sony Acid so people use. <coughs> different things um, for production. Mm-hmm. Um, some people use hardware like Pete Rock and um, uh, um, DJ Premier, Jay Dillon, rest in peace. They use the MPC or the SB1200 drum machine. Mm-hmm. But then now there's softwares like Ableton and Reason and Cubase and uh, um, Ninth Wonder uses uh, to this day, uh, uh, I forgot the very, very easy drum programming mm. um, um, so software it's software uh, and he makes okay. hundreds of thousands of dollars off of software that costs you probably 50 bucks 60 dollars oh oh wow oh it's like Fruity that loops is what he used the mere name itself fruity loops and then jay-z picked him up um and he left his group uh uh, uh little brother from north carolina mm-hmm. and from that point, he never looked back. You know, he definitely seen um, almost a million dollars off of his production, off of a software that is only in, uh, under a hundred dollars. Oh. You know, so so technology has made the world technology in two ways: with the internet and social media, and then the eight for you to be able to actually sample from YouTube where you don't have to go dig for records anymore. You can literally go to YouTube and rip 
like a very rare record that's hard to find or very expensive. Oh, wow. <laughs> you might stumble upon it by accident and you can make you an album directly off of what you ripped off of YouTube. You know, there was a, there was a time on, with the records that I had, you know all the records I had, yes. that I didn't even touch anything. And if, even if I had the record, it was so hard to find, I would go on YouTube to find it immediately. And so with the technology, mm. you, you do that, put that in the software, chop it up, especially with my style of production. I'm a part of a group called Loop Mechanics, so we don't do heavy um, layering of uh, extra drums over an already established record that already has its original drums on it. Mm -hmm. So I find a record that has its drum bass line and kick and all that already with it and pop it up, manipulate it, and reassemble it as is. And it comes out as a, a funky track, put it through the software, render it as an MP3 or wave. Then I could put an image in another uh, software mm -hmm. where I could make a movie and take uh, some images and then put the instrumental under it, upload it on YouTube, and then I got a video up on YouTube. Oh, wow. And then I could just, I could shoot it wow. on Instagram, Twitter, um, and, and Facebook. Now, I'm just saying, that's a basic idea of wow. how fast one can get wow. a song up. So imagine people wow. with talent over people that have no talent, that have access to the same equipment, and they're putting up the bullshit, you know? Mm -hmm. Like right now, you got rappers right here talking about a flippity flabbity flippity, a flabbity flippity flippity, a flippity flabbity flippity flippity flippity, and that's making the millions of dollars. And the, and the song is like tap, 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 tap. It's like, it's not even no effort in yeah. making music. And that's all a whole other story. But there's no artistic value in the music anymore. At least, even with sampling, even if it was piracy, mm -hmm. the art of it was to take something from another record and make it sound like something else. And that was to be, that was, or, or to give you the soul of the record, the original record, to give mm -hmm. you the soul of it that made you say, oh, that's the good part and keep the good part going for five minutes, four minutes. Mm. And that was the, and then, and then saying some crazy lyrics over it, you know, um, because you gotta feed people the medicine. You can't just tell them to swallow it. So to put the medicine in the food, you gotta have some good music. And then that's what was the successful public enemy and, and, and KRS-One. From BDP right. when they first came out with By All Means Necessary and Yo Bum Rush the Show and uh, Criminal Minded and It Takes a Nation of Millions is that you were so caught up with the music and the lyrical skill when they start telling you about changing your life and your religion and your politics and how you eat wow, wow. if Karis one didn't rob over a beat that was dope, I would not have wanted to listen to that song called Beef or Relief. A lot of people became vegans and vegetarians and Rastafarians after he did that song. A lot of people start eating, when he start saying, don't eat chicken or pork or hamburger, because to me that's suicide self-murder over a sample by Stanley, um, so -so, Stanley something, the, 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 the sample is called 
Sister Sanctify, such an incredible record. Uh-huh. And if it wasn't for that record and the record called My Philosophy by Karis One, we wouldn't be hearing him say the things that he was saying his his, his philosophical thinking. So that's mm-hmm. the art of the music that is connected to the culture of hip hop, which is there's the dance, which is the breaking, which you're very good at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you know how to get down on the floor and cut a rug with break dancing, beat where b boying boys listening. Initially, b boying is Bronx boys and <coughs> Bronx girls, b girls, b boys. Then people listen to break music. People dancing to break music and listening to break music. Mm-hmm. That became universal, more universal, and then that's what made you a beat boy. No matter if you was a graffiti artist didn't, that didn't know how to rap or dance, if you listen to the music and you do your thing on the wall as a graffiti artist or the trains, or you was a dancer or you was a rapper, you was a beat boy. So those are the elements: is the art, um, the dance, um, 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 the emceeing. Um, and also, one of the knowledges in hip hop and the culture is um, accumulate uh, knowledge, accumulating, uh, accumulating knowledge of self. 